everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Ungrown Ups. Ungrown Ups, that's what it is. This yeah. is episode 29, or as we like to say, the 29th yeah. episode. I am Ryan. That is Matthew over there. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. Hi. Hi. It's oh. been uh, quite the week. It has been quite the week. There's a lot of stuff that I, as much as I want to talk about it. It's overwhelming and underwhelming all at the same time, depending on what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, like my work week, the the stuff that went on at home, really busy, but at the same time, nothing really outrageously noteworthy. Yeah, that's the same. Like I, I was really like professionally really busy, really, really a lot of stuff going on with work. Um, however, nothing really fun happened over the last couple of weeks. I yeah. mean, there, there's some stuff, but nothing like re- revelatory. Yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been kind of interesting in the fact that like you're busy you don't have a chance to really kind of sit and think but at the same time the stuff that you're working on isn't all that exciting right well i mean the stuff i guess for for our stuff we've been the the stuff we are working on is pretty cool yeah but uh, i mean it's in the scheme of things you're like yeah yeah there's a lot that i you know eventually people will find out i'm sure but yeah like there's so much stuff we do that isn't public facing right that yeah i know it's all behind the scenes yeah Eh, eventually it'll get there. Yeah. I mean, like, since the last time I was talking with you, it's like I've been working on the house and splitting time, you know, from my, my exquisite uh, dining room office and getting yeah. up, <laughs> going back and forth and bouncing around. And it's just been a frantic week. So, like, uh, a week ago, Monday, we had the uh, garage door replaced. So yeah, how did that go? That was pretty cool. That I, was a, I think it's time for a home improvement update. Yeah, it, it is a uh, home improvement update. That was the... Uh, I guess the first of the, no, no, I had the patio door. That was the first of the big checks I'd written. But uh, I've written more checks in the past two weeks than I probably have in the past six months. Like physical checks. Actual paper checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such a weird feeling. It is a weird feeling. I, I have to do one every, I had so to, weird. I do one a month. You have to pay your rent by check? No, I pay my lease payment. So I pay myself to pay. I'm basically oh, transferring, of, but the accounts aren't actually linked. Yeah. So I have to. It's stupid. Yeah. I guess I could set up a automatic. Yeah. Transfer I don't know. Or debit. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Anyways, so that's yeah. it's dumb, but that's how it works. So I had the garage door installed. So it's a brand new door, track, garage door opener, all that fun stuff. And it's I've never had a garage door so quiet. Now this is it's a weird. Nor one is advanced. Yeah, yeah, no shit. It does all sorts of weird stuff that you wouldn't (laughs) expect. But, like, I mean, growing up, the garage opener we had as a kid, it was a chain-driven garage opener. You could hear it throughout the entire house. The motor whirring and the chain rattling as it went up. And on the the house previously, we had a belt-driven garage opener. So it was quieter than the chain, but you could still hear the motor and made all sorts of noise. This one's so quiet that when I hit the button... I still don't believe that the garage door is opening until I turn around and see it. Opening. What's it? How, how's the? Is it a, a worm drive or something? What it's, is it? This this one, or, you know, the, the previous one was, was a screwdriver. This one's belt driven. Oh, got it. Okay. And so it's it's belt driven, and then um, it's just the motor itself is whisper quiet. The yeah. whole movement is whisper quiet. It's well, it's probably all nice and you know all lubed and everything's like. Yeah. perfectly clean the garage reeked of white lithium grease for nice. the first like two three days because they lubricated like all the hinges right. and everything just a- after the install um but it's creepy how quiet it is 
Yeah, that I don't. That's super weird. Like I'm used to, and think about when you were a kid. Like you knew your parents were home because you could hear the garage. Yeah, because the garage door was loud as shit. And I would hit the button and walk in the house, knowing that the garage door was closing because I could hear it closing. Now I have to hit the button and turn around and look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even the garage door opening button is fancy. But don't you have like an an app that tells you if it's open and closed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have a a a smartphone app. I I had the the. I had the Chamberlain MyQ. It was a standalone module that you could add to any dumb garage door opener, and right. it would give you Wi-Fi control uh, or smartphone control of your garage door opener, close it, and open it. Right. So I had that, and this is a LiftMaster garage door, which is part of the same Chamberlain group, so it has that same functionality. But my garage door opener button, the button that's on the wall, yeah. now has two buttons and a LCD display. So the display tells me like any sort of error messages, like if there's an obstruction in the door or if it encountered something and had to open back up again. It tells me the time and temp of the garage. It's got a light button and then it's got a, a garage door open button. They placed the button pretty much right where the old one was, except that when I reach in and touch it by blind feel. Oh, now you're hitting I'm the wrong the li- thing. Yeah, I'm turning yeah. the light on every time, not opening the garage door. So I might actually take the button off and move it down just so that my natural reach will hit the the garage or open button oh, right, rather it, than right. turn the lights on button that's, but that's too much it's it's nuts so <clears throat> the garage or opener that i i was that i had quoted or that they quoted me on um was that you know the belt driven it was wi-fi connected and it had all the smart opener stuff apparently either because of tariffs or sub- supply chain issues they couldn't get me that particular garage or opener they upgraded me to one that has a built-in webcam. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, so there's a you push a little panel on the bottom, and the camera tilts down at the bottom of the opener, and you can rotate it. Wait, so it's not always... You can hide it? Yes, you can close the door to hide the garage door camera. So if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, or you don't want somebody to have access to video... You could in- so, like, carry. as an example, you were masturbating in the garage. Okay, you could- well, I wasn't going to go there. What I was going to say is maybe you're using a power tool with a high dan- likelihood of injury, and you don't want to be that person that gets an internet video. Oh, uploaded. maybe, yeah, but it's not live streaming, so it's yeah. So you can well, close none the of those camera. are either, and the idiots true. still upload them. They still upload them. Yeah. That is true. So, um, so yeah, it's it's got a webcam on it, and so I can check my garage or opener right now and see what's in the garage, and the camera has uh, infrared. Uh, illumination around right. so in the dark you can still see can you turn it no it's not it's not a i can't control the camera view so you can you have to just have to aim it yeah i got you, it you you can uh adjust the downward angle and you can rotate it but okay. you have to physically m- manipulate yeah. the camera to do right. it you can't do that from the app um and then of course there's some subscription thing so if you want to have cloud storage and you can view your footage from a week ago or whatever you can pay for it yeah but without the subscription all you can do is live view so like right now i can look and see what's going on live in my garage but it's not recording anything it's not saving it to the cloud so if you know i tripped and fell in the garage and wanted to see what that looked like yeah I wouldn't be able to see it unless I was watching myself trip and fall at the same time. And I'm assuming like everything else, it's nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, it's 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 one of those subscription as a service pain in the ass things right. and it's not something I'm gonna sign up for. But it was a nice freebie upgrade that was unexpected for the uh, for the garage door. So yeah. that was the garage door project. So what you could like right now, you could open your garage door. Yes. I can open it, I can close it, <laughs> I can uh, see what's going on in the garage. Yeah, I would do it just to screw with the other people in the house. Yeah, well, the whole reason I got the 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 Chamberlain MyQ um, interface a couple of years ago was 
Grayson would open the garage door and take his bike out or take his go-kart out. And he'd leave it out. open, wouldn't he? And he'd leave the garage door yeah. open at night. And so I'd go out and get up to go to the gym the next morning, and it'd be like 5 a.m., and the garage door is wide open. Right. So that module allows you to set a schedule so you can have it set so that every night at 8.30, it closes the garage door. Oh, that's cool. Or it checks. You know, if it's open, it'll close it. If it's closed, then it stays closed. Right. Um, so that's why I bought that, that, that add-on module. Now, of course, because I had to replace the garage door and all stuff, that's... When you replace a garage door, because of a recent California law, um, you have to, if you're replacing the garage door and your garage door opener does not have a battery backup, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have you, to get a garage, yeah. yeah. And so I, I was talking to the repairman, I was like, so why did that law come to be? Well, remember the uh, the Paradise Fire in Northern California where that town just basically burnt to yeah. a crisp? Yeah, There was a relative of a state congressperson we talked about this. I remember you were saying that, yeah, that that they died. They right? died, yeah. and that's why the law got passed, and that's why I now have a backup battery in my garage door to control it. And I still questioned why they didn't just pull the red handle. Right, but in... And you, I understand. Yeah, yeah, when you freak, yeah. that happens. It's so, sitting here, I have the luxury of just sitting here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Monday but morning quarterbacking. The So can you... Yeah, exactly. Can you geofence? My, so like when you pull up to the house, it automatically opens it, it doesn't do that but i'm sure it, i think it might have the possibility but i yeah. have no interest in it because i i don't always park in the garage so i don't need the garage door opening when no I but, approach. Do, but do you, I guess do you go in you your front door or do you go in the garage door? front door oh see i would just go through the garage door yeah so got that done and then uh just this week had the house painted mm. so in between getting the garage door uh installed i prepped all the wood actually before the garage door got installed i prepped the wood around the door I pulled the old weather stripping off and fixed all the holes and patched it all up. Garage door gets installed. Then I started prepping the house for paint. So I took off all of the wall lighting, the doorbell. Uh, they the don't wet. do that? They just mask everything off. Oh, no, you don't want that. And so, yeah, the, the, the downside is, is if you were to ever replace the lamp, you'd have a, a circle of old right. wall color behind it. And depending yeah. on your fixture, it may or may not cover it. And yeah, you can paint it, fill it in. But I just would rather pull everything off and right. know that it was done. Yeah. So I pulled everything off the house, uh, patched holes, and, and did whatever all the repair work I could do before they started. And then the paint crew showed up, and I and I emailed them the what was it like two or three days before they were scheduled to show up, saying, "Hey, it's going to be a bajillion degrees this week. You guys don't have to come out if you don't want to. If you want to postpone this a week, go for it." Yeah, it was like 110. Yeah, it was hot as hell. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "No, it's cool. We're used to it. No big deal." And honestly, it's They've got the schedule booked out. They need to get paid. You know, sure. it's like, yeah, still though, right? And uh, but sure enough, I mean, they were out there trooping. And uh, so Monday morning, I go out and I go to the grocery store. I buy, uh, I bought three uh, twenty-pound bags of ice. I bought a bunch of uh, popsicles and ice cream oh, and cool. bottled water and, and sodas and stuff, and just filled the cooler up and filled the freezer up in the garage. And I told them you have full access. You can go into the garage, grab whatever popsicle you want. And I basically just try to keep them cool and happy as much yeah, as possible yeah. the whole week. And um, it was crazy to see how much work goes into painting the house. Did it really take them all week? It took them all week. Uh, there was, on some days, like I think on on Wednesday, there was just two dudes. But for most of the week, there was at least four, if not five guys. Wow. And it's it's just a, a big process between the, the paint prep you know, the masking right. and, and the and the power washing and the painting. And the thing that sold me on, on these guys was the fact that when they spray the stucco, there's a guy following behind with a roller. 
So they're back rolling the stucco. And you may not think it's a big deal, but stucco is very textured. Right. And depending on which way you have the sprayer aimed. Oh, you, you miss stuff. You right. miss right. the nooks and crannies. That makes sense. So following with the roller, you kind of get better coverage. Yeah. And when I saw them doing that to the neighbor's house, I'm like, okay, those are the guys I want painting my house. Well, it's, a, it's one. it goes on that list of things that would never think about it. Yeah. Until it's you see it. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that and, makes total sense. And I, I, I told the guys, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, but... I am going to be a little bit of a pain in the ass. I'm like, mm. just because I'm a very visual person so I can see right, shit. Right. So I had them touch stuff up and redo stuff just because it wasn't quite right. Yeah. Um, but they were totally cool with it. They rolled with it. Um, we had them paint a couple of extra things while they were out. So they updated the invoice and, and rolled with it. But it was a solid five days. They started on Monday morning at about, I want to say about 8.30 in the morning. So on Monday, they finished on Friday at about 4 that's a full week. Full week. Wow. Yeah. And it, it was pretty crazy. And these guys were interesting. They're, they're all, they were all Russian or Ukrainian. They're all Eastern uh, European. Yeah. And so it was kind of interesting trying to figure out how they all knew each other. If it was just some sort of social thing or a family thing. Um, but it was actually kind of cool chatting with those guys and, and learning a little bit about, more about them and what they do and, yeah, yeah. and how they deal with it and how they roll with, with stuff. So it was really kind of a fascinating opportunity because we had we painted the uh the stairway railing inside the house uh-huh. uh they, the railing was white and it it's fine but we wanted to kind of update the look and so we painted the the staircase railing and the balusters and the whole all the woodwork that you grab onto as you walk up the stairs uh we painted it gray oh like uh what <laughs> and so that's the strange thing is we, there's we, so many different grays exactly. like dark gray light gray it's it's a i would say it's a it's a medium gray it's it's towards the darker side of things but the the hard thing is is there's warm grays cool grays and when you look at the color of the gray in certain lighting it may look more purple more green mm. more red so we went to sherwin williams and grabbed a bunch of swatches and the only reason we went to sherwin williams is that was the brand that the painter was going to use oh got it yeah. and so we grabbed a bunch of grays taped them up on the wall, looked at them in daylight, uh, looked at them under the uh, the dining room lights and just all the various lighting scenarios to try to figure it out. And uh, quite pleased with the way the uh, the gray came out because the rest of the house is uh, neutral shades. So the mm-hmm. walls are different shades of like tan or brown or something like that, but they're pretty neutral. So the, yeah. the gray kind of fits in with that, um, but adds some visual interest because of the fact that it's gray. So, yeah, my walls are gray. Yeah. They're on like a... I guess a bluer gray, sort of. Yeah, it's it's a cool gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I, I mean, white's fine, but it's so boring. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's nice to have, even if it's just a slightly like an off white or a different gray or something, a little light gray that just a little bit different and it's still neutral, but it you know kind of breaks things yeah. up. And it's so, nice. So they painted everything. It was awesome. Friday we had um, our gardening crew come over because we're getting new fences come this coming week. Right. And so um, we tore down the fence in a couple spots because the neighbor had some bamboo on their side of the fence they needed tore out and it's kind of tight to try to pull it out along the fence we pulled the fence out so the, the gardener could come and get that out for them but then also we wanted to simplify our backyard landscaping we had a we have a fair number of like palms and and smaller trees and stuff that were fine you have like southern california it's basically like of, desert yeah desert chic sort of but there was that's the right word. there was more tropical stuff in there <laughs> sure and it was more maintenance more effort and so we kind of wanted to go even more low maintenance so we had them pull out probably about 20 small plants and and shrubs um because we want to simplify and just do more succulents so it's less irrigation more just 
It'll don't get, those just kind of grow on their own? Like, don't you kind of not have to do a lot to them? Exactly. Right? Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. really have to water them. Right. Um, and so part of the reason for that I like is the fact that the irrigation system that the previous homeowner put in is just horrendous. So if I can minimize the use of that and take some sprinkling lines out, right, that'd be even better. Um, so we're simplifying the backyard while we're in there. So come Monday morning, new fences are going in. And then our November plan is to update the rear landscaping, get some new succulents in, get some like rocks or pebbles to yeah. kind of make some decorative um, planter beds, kind of like shapes with the rocks, kind of like a, almost like a, like a sand sculpture, like in the Japanese culture where they can lay the rocks out. Like very, in, a, in an art. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, just to kind of update the backyard. But it was amazing how much larger the backyard looks when you've pulled some plants. Oh yeah. Cause you're now you've opened up all that space. Right. right. I was never a really big fan of, well, I shouldn't I never. For the most, I didn't really like. You know, the, that xeroscaping got really popular. Yeah. And the people that like the desert front yards, like the natural kind of front yard. It took me a long time to really. Now I I see houses and where it matches the house. Like down, if it's done right. Yeah, like down the cool. road from here. Uh, it's actually around the corner from my sister's house. There's this dude. I'm in love with this house. It's on the corner of two major roads, which is kind of a bummer. But it's a they're they're smaller major roads, so to right. speak. This amazing craftsman house. And it's dark green and darker green. Like they did an awesome oh, job. Cool. The uh, the outside and it's beautiful. It's really well taken care of. But the outside is that like, you know, desert shrubs and things. So yeah. it's very like. But it it happens to match really well. That's what we're so trying to works. do is figuring out more of kind of like what would be native landscaping to a certain extent. Obviously, succulents aren't purely native, but at the same time, they are very low maintenance. Where are succulents from? Are they not? native to california i think they might be but it's not like the the grasses and the shrubs. oh right yeah right, so i mean right, it's it's yeah. it's they, that, they have a lot of those little you know those like little they grow like tufts of sort of grass but they're yeah. long and like they're more like uh like they feel like they would cut you yeah you know what i mean they're like uh sandpapery they have a lot of those and right so muted greens we're it's cool at doing that and the, at some point we want to redo the front yard the the front yard landscape you're pretty much dictated in the front yard aren't you Yes and no. I mean, there, there is, you have to get approval of mm. like what the front yard is going to look like. Not everybody does because luckily where we live, there's no neighborhood association. There's right, just right. The, the, the city. And so the city has purview over your landscaping, but not everybody bothers with it. Yeah. Because again, there's nobody in the, in the actual community to police any of that. So right, right. you can pretty much get away with stuff. Um, but we're trying to figure out what we want to do up front. But we would like to be low, lower maintenance. We don't have any grass up front. It's it's basically just mulch. It's got like some hedges. It's mm. got some rose bushes and some other stuff. It's very like English formal, which isn't us at all. I, I vote for a giant monolith in the front. <laughs> yeah, some sculptural art. Just really rough hewn too. Just a big yeah. giant odd shaped rock. Yeah, right now we just have a, a an awkwardly shaped tree. It's like the, it's the weirdest looking tree and it's pretty pointless. It doesn't really offer much in the way of shade or anything like that. It's just there. And if that tree disappeared, I would be fine with it. What, uh, what kind of tree is it? I, it you know what? I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it reminds me kind of like olive, uh-huh. it, you know, the, the bark is kind of hard and it's, it's, it's crackled kind of on the, on the bark, but it's just a, it's a very strange tree. It's not like a ficus or anything like yeah, really yeah. obvious. I don't know what it is. I don't have that green thumb. You need to get a, one of those apps. Like some adult free finder and you just like. No, I'm sure there's an app where you can take a picture of the tree leaf or something and it'll tell you what tree it is. 
That's got to be a thing. That probably could be a thing. But yeah. at the same time, you have all these trees that... You know who would know? I'll ask. Well, she'll tell us. My mom would know. Yeah. My wife has that same ability. Like, it's the weirdest thing. You're walking through something. Like, oh, that's a hibiscus. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay. My mom would know about the app, too. Because if I, if there is one, she'll probably know about it. She's like, I created it. It's my app. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been writing a bunch of checks. And then, so, starting with the fence, this will be my last check I have to write for a while until I do the backyard. Who installed uh, did the garage door, too? Sorry to digress, but... I guess I'm just wondering, did they put new track in? Yep. So they, the whole Everything. thing, they took it all out. Everything's How in. long does that take? A day? Two days? Uh, no, it was a single day. It was three dudes, and they started, I want to say, at about like 7.30, 8 in the morning, and they were done by about 11. So they, Oh, was, that's not even a day. Yeah, it's not even a day. It's, it's pretty quick with three guys. Yeah, yeah. That's. It was a pretty, pretty quick process. It, it took more time for them to call and get the balance due because I wrote a deposit check yeah, and they wanted to confirm that the, what the balance was. Oh, got it. And so the guy was on the phone for like 15 minutes waiting and then I had to program the the, the Wi-Fi connectivity. Mm. So those were the, the two longest portions of the install. Everything else was pretty straightforward. I guess the tracks are basically just Lego sets, right? Yeah. Other just, than the the bracing must be... The, they, they put a new bracing yeah. and they it was interesting because the way... The old track was, it was mounted to a beam that was behind it. So the the supports were like angular. Mm-hmm. And so now at this point, everything's perpendicular and square. So it's, it's much more robust. Did you gain some room? Uh, no, I actually lost a little bit of, of like clear ceiling space because of the way the uh, bracketry went up. Yeah. But it's fine. It's not gonna, it was not like I was going to do anything up there, but I was going to run some conduit. And so that kind of throws it for a little bit of a wrinkle, but I'll figure something out. What's the conduit for? I was going to write, run outlets down to that side of the wall. And uh, I was going to go across <clears throat> the ceiling and then towards the garage door and then down. Do you have rafters? No. It's it's all drywalled because oh. I, I have a bedroom up above. Oh, right. So, yeah. That's the thing with modern houses is like you don't have that cool rafter space where right. you can throw stuff up there. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was at a friend's this weekend and they have a their air compressors in the rafters of their garage. And then How they... How big of a compressor? That's uh, pretty decent size. But what they did is they drywalled in the garage so you can't hear the compressor. Oh, right. And they've got an airline that runs to a quick disconnect by their workbench. That's pretty sweet. It's actually pretty cool. I'm just it, trying to figure out like if it's a 50-gallon. I mean, nothing weighs a ton. but I mean, it's it it kicked on once the whole day. So oh, right. it's got to be a decent size. So speaking of air compressors, what were you well, doing? Well, I was just going to say, I too have been doing some home improvement. Yeah. If, uh, we were if, comparing notes on money pits, basically. Yeah, if I'm we, dumping money to my house. If we compare, we'll call my, we'll call the forerunner my home improvement project. Yeah. Because I do sleep in it. Yeah. Not, not permanently, for the record. Your, your mobileagio? Um, yeah. yeah my, it is my motor home. Yeah. When I go, and you can't call it glamping in that thing, because it is not that comfortable. Um, so yeah, I, I finally uh, did some install work on it. Nothing, which is kind of funny actually, nothing that's already been here has been installed. So that stuff's all sitting in the garage. Well, it's not true. I put my ladder on, which is Yeah, I saw the cool. ladder. Uh, but I got uh, King Coilover set up for it. So King, well, King Coilover's in the front and then uh, shocks the reservoir in the rear. Shocks yeah, in the reservoir rear. shocks in the rear, all full adjusters. Uh, the front is the extended travel uh, King setup. So I'm going to need to get upper control arms for it because those are... Um, does the control arm happy when you get those put in does it change how wide the front track is it doesn't change the width of the front track but the amount of travel like you lose you're really at at full droop it's the control arms restricting the droop and you can see that it wants to kind of pull itself apart 
So I'll end up with probably Camberg upper control arms in the next few months. But for right now, it'll be okay. I don't have any like really big plans. And well, the plans you're not getting air in the front, you'll be fine because you never get real full. Or you're through. going over like a spot where you're at full droop for too long. Yeah, like it'll probably be okay. There, I need to um, soften up the back. They're a little stiff in the rear without any weight. But I, I, we just put them in yesterday, so I wanted to give it a, a few days to kind of settle everything. I need to get an alignment. And could you put some limit straps in there to prevent maximum droop? Uh, you could, but there's no point. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's better off just, uh, better off just getting the control arms for the front. No, no, I know. I know. I just, I figured for the, for the couple of months until yeah, you get yeah. those control arms. In. No, cause the amount of effort you'd have to do to put them in. Yeah. Um, so what I'll do is I'll end the money too. Uh, that's, yeah. it wouldn't be worth the money. So, and, and then it basically almost leveled the truck out. So the front, it's got a little bit of a rake to it. So when I go back in, I'm going to lift the front and level the truck out completely. Now, you haven't actually put a lift kit on the truck yet. It's not a lift kit. It's just a long travel suspension. It's just suspension a long travel kit. suspension. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't really want to lift it, lift it, especially since I'm my rack that I've got for it is like six inches tall and then a rooftop. Yeah, like yeah. it just gets. You want to be able control. to fit in parking structures. Yeah, and, and I've got. Well, yeah. I'll barely fit in most parking structures as it is. Um, and the. the Which um, is crazy because a Forerunner isn't all that massive of a truck. No, but like I, there's a parking garage in Beverly Hills that I go to all the time that uh, it barely fits. Yeah. I don't think it'll fit with the roof rack. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I've been in trucks where you're all weirded out as you drive under mm-hmm. that metal sign to see whether or not you're going to scrape. Yep. And it's just it's always odd as you go up a level. You're just kind of going slow, slow, and you you clear, and you're like, all right, I guess I'm safe. I was like, <laughs> it's stupid, but I duck. Well, even on the like. On the motorcycle, some parking garages, I feel like I'm going to whack my head. Yeah. It's a super weird feeling. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, I, you don't know why. And you realize that you probably still have like another foot of clearance, but it just right. feels so tight. Well, and, and some of those transitions, right, is kind of where some of the problem is. So if I lifted the truck another, at the end of the day, what it'll end up being is like an inch, inch and a half total lift, I think, because I, I don't want to have a huge lift. And then the, so that plus the rack, I mean, I might have four or five inches clearance. So... I guess I could deflate my tires. If you had to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it gets to a situation where, you know, <laughs> it's a little a little sketch, but it's cool. I mean, they're, they're, it looks good, too. I mean, I think it looks good. Yeah. I, and I love that, like, you can see, I mean, Kings look cool anyways, but the way they're, the reservoir mounts and everything are on the Yeah, truck, if, you if you're not everything. a car person, basically, the King shocks are bright silver. And blue. And blue, right. Yeah. The logo itself is blue, and it's yeah. usually like a blue decal or something on the, on the silver shock. Yeah, and like the end cap. So the very top and the very bottom are all anodized blue. Right. And then they've got a big hose. And then the, the reservoir shock. So that's why you have right. this hose, and then you have the reservoir, which is this external cylinder cylinder that holds yeah. extra fluid. Right. Um, so when the, the shock is moving through its full range of travel, it has a place to dump the, the excess uh, fluid into that reservoir. But it mounts in a really cool trick bracket i guess it's kind of yeah it's it's actually so it's pretty clever it uses all of the stock mounting holes and the it's like the front bracket basically mounts kind of at the front of the back of the wheel well if that makes sense so it's in front of the tire inboard and towards the front of the truck but the there's already a threaded like there's a little sticker on the frame rail that you pull off at the front that obviously the toyota put on there to block water from going in there there's a threaded hole there already. So right. they use that to thread. And then the back, there's a bolt that goes through into a nylock nut that's uh, through the frame. 
and that holds that. And then it's the cylinder, the reservoir itself is held in with two um, clamps, uh, hose clamps. So how did you and your buddy approach the install? Were you guys each taking over one side of the, of the truck at a time? Like he did the driver's side, you did, I did the passenger side? I did a lot side? of hanging out. You let him do the work? Uh, so he he's actually... Uh, the guy that helped me with it actually works for King, but he, um, we were at, we did it at his house and he, he's done so many of them that it was faster just to, there were a few things like, Hey, you know, what for the leverage and moving stuff right, around. Right. And we, we had a couple issues with, Oh my God, dude, I'll tell you. So, uh, the, the, the rears were super easy. They were in and out. No big deal. Cause it's just the shocks. So you're not, you know, pulling any, anything super, apart, com- yeah, yeah, super complicated. The front, you've got to do the tie red end comes off the ball, the upper control arm comes apart. Like all this stuff comes apart, but the, it, and you know, like ball joints. And anytime you have that sort of a joint, the actual shaft that the nut is on, it's pretty easy for it to spin. Oh yeah. So we ended up, we had a torch out, we had all this other stuff. The, the front right had some problems. There was um, a couple issues, but finally everything worked out and no big deal. The left side ball joint just would not come off. And Toyota has these, the ball joint that's on the upper control arm, it faces down and there's a castellated nut, right? And then a pin goes through, right, to hold it. Um, They have this super weird pin that I've never seen before that kind of, it goes both through and around the castellated nut. But it also, so that means that the nut. like a pin. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. But like normally you would throw a cotter pin through and bend it. This goes through and around around the outside. So, um, and, and I would draw it for you, but nobody on here. Nobody's hear listening. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's looking. So, um, what was weird that it, what it means is that the castellated nut on the castellation has, uh, basically a, a section of that that's been, um, let's say ground yeah. so that there's a line through it. Right. So that's where that, that pin indexes. Yeah. So because of that, the castellation started to snap off cause they're not as robust as they would be cause they're not that oh. full. Right. So we had a bunch of issues, ended up having to ground the nut down to get it off. So I go to Pep Boys, hoping that they've just got a bulk, you know, it's a yeah, generic yeah. castellated nut or whatever. Dude. They wanted to know if you had air conditioning. Oh, God. I remember now why I don't questions. go to those places. Yeah. I literally told the guy what I was looking for. He's like, uh, I don't know. And like we walk, he walks me over to where the bulk yeah. hardware is. And of course they don't have it. And he's like, well, no, we don't have it. Sorry, man. And I was like, okay, well, let's think about this in another direction. Do you have a ball joint? He's like, I don't know. And at this point, keep in mind, I've told him like three times exactly what the truck is. Yeah. He's like, uh, I don't know. So we go over to the computer and he says, uh, what year is it again? I was like, and that's fine. That's a fair yeah, question. Yeah. I don't care. I, I said, it's a 2015. I just started picking years out of mass because they're, they're the same. Same. For yeah. 10 years. So anyways, 2015, he's like, oh, okay. It's uh, uh, what's the make and model? And I, I was like, it's still a forerunner. Yeah. It's like, who makes that? Nissan. <laughs> I was just like, are you, is this really happening right now? It is interesting when you go to an auto parts place and the person on the other side of the counter seems to know less about the car than you do. Oh, he knows less about anything. Right. Apparently. Like, yeah. and the guy, I kept asking him or he kept asking questions and it was like, I would tell him, I said, I said, it's, it's a 2000, whatever Toyota forerunner four wheel drive. Yeah. But is it a TRD? his exact is next TRD question Pro? was two wheel drive or four wheel drive? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. I and I just what the I've oh. done that before. Like I know I know the questions, and so I give them the information exactly. I'm like, it's you know year, make, model, suspension, trim level, all yeah. that stuff. But they can't handle all that information at once. So then they ask you the questions one by one. And you're like, I just told you all that, but. 
Yeah, it was a. It was did you get lame. your nut? I did. So I got a castellated nut, and it was a very frustrating experience to get it, but I got it, and uh, yeah, went back, and so we were having so. I mean, to get Jimmy was taking the suspension apart. It probably took. It felt like getting the the left front suspension apart. Took longer than anything and else. And me leaving to yeah. be, to Pep Boys. Like by, by the time we were like, screw it, we, we're going to need a nut. Because, I mean, we had to destroy the thing. Or he had to grind it down yeah. so far. Uh, that took, it felt like an hour and a half. I go to Pep Boys. Between me getting to Pep Boys and me getting back to his house, the shock was in. Oh, damn. He's like, yeah, I have no idea why this. This way, it was no big deal. Yeah. And, well, and the, the passenger side... Um, to get the, cause the, it's a longer shock. So here I also have KDSS, which is basically like a, um, a hydraulically actuated sway bar essentially. And what it allows the truck to do is at certain speeds, like highway speeds or regular driving, it stiffens up really stiff. Right. But at low speed off highway, it allows droop. So it's like having no sway bar and a sway bar, it's kind of the best of both worlds. That being said, it causes some problems in how that whole system works and the way the fluid travels and yeah, if yeah. you you know it makes things somewhat difficult but we're also putting a longer shock in a and and the shock significantly longer than the stock shock right so that brings some issues of having to get that shock to fit in the cup and you're having to stretch everything out so anyways the the passenger side even just for us to get the shock like we had tons of leverage to get yeah, that shock sure back into there. the cup um, it was took us a while. The, the other side, he did it on his own. He's like, dude, I don't know why, but this side was like <laughs> done and in. So it was cool. And then got it all finished up. So was this like an eight-hour day kind of thing? or was So this- I got there at like about nine. We started just after nine, and we were done by three. That's not bad. That wasn't terrible. Yeah. No lunch or anything, but I'm, sun- I'm so sunburned. The back of my neck. I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking at you. I don't see it. So. No, like, well, yeah. It's I the, see a little color on your arm. Yeah, but. mostly the back of my neck. And it, in fact, I was looking in the mirror last night. It was so bad that I have a, a St. Christopher that I wear. It was a family thing. But anyway, so there's a line. From where that from was. Where, yeah, like there's no sunburn on that spot. So Nice. Um, but it was great. And then I, you know, got out of there just in time to uh, ran to the grocery store and cooked up... Uh, Met my my sister. And my oh, I thought you were testing out your suspension at the at the grocery. Store. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I wanted to uh, your, your mall rated. drive off some curbs, but there were none conveniently located. Um, no, so then I ended up meeting my brother in law, my sister, the two, you know, the kids, the niece and nephew, and my brother in law's sister. Does that make her my sister in law? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so met her and my mom's, who's out of town. Thanks, mom. And uh, we cooked up. I so I I. I, this Evo, and I've talked about it before, yes, right? How it made the best sliders ever. Oh, dude, I'm in love with this thing. I don't yeah. know. It's so amazing. Is this only the second time you've cooked on it? For me personally, yeah, second okay. time. So uh, I decided what I really, really wanted was to make a cheesesteak burrito. A cheesesteak burrito. Cheesesteak burrito. Okay. But I went to the store. I was going to get steakums. You yeah. know, it was like, right? They didn't have them, which I thought was super weird. Like, I thought that would just be a normal store item. There are weird shortages of food these days, though. So... If you've been eating all the steakums, shame on you. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't find steakums. What I ended up getting were Kobe beef hamburger patties. Okay, because that's similar. It's not at all similar. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought, you know what? If, if I've got to call an audible. I mean, it's going from like it. hamburger helper to flame and yawn. Oh, mean, yeah. So we basically. <laughs> swing. So I went, I went there and I ended up making these like chopped cheese 
uh, burritos. So basically, it was I I grilled all the onions on the flat top. We did onions. Uh, Kobe burger. So you cook the burgers and then I added uh, provolone and American cheese, okay. got that all melted and then chopped it all up. And that went, it was two, two burgers. So it was basically like a double burger burrito, uh, onion, lettuce, tomato. Do you toast the tortilla? Yeah. The tortilla went on the grill. So the first couple of them soaked up all this grease oh, and just man. got, Oh dude, it was amazing. The thing about it, was it one of the best things I've ever eaten? Absolutely. Was it worth the cheat meal? 100%. Like that was my yeah. technically my cheat meal, right? But you cheated on just with that the one tortilla. tortilla. Yeah, but you know what? That's I, I also a I had a bunch meal. of chips too. Like, oh, okay. The night before. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I had a cheat twenty four showers. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so um, no, I know it wasn't a big cheat, but it was one of those things where like it was so indulgent that yeah. you felt kind of like naughty, and oh my god, was it good? So I've, I've called it the burrito. And I, I'm not opposed to making more. My brother-in-law was like, dude, I can't hang out with you on the weekends anymore. Like, this is, if this is how we're going to eat all the time, like, this is not good. But it's it's better than a burger. Yeah, it's, yeah, It's yeah. less carbs, I guess, yeah. right? I mean, you're going from a tortilla or t- from a bun. Right. Which is probably, what, 200, 250 calories? Something like that. What's a, I don't even know what a tortilla And you apparently you can get low-carb tortillas. Yeah, we yeah. do. We get the carb-balanced ones, which you're like... Do they make the big ones, though? They make... Well, not that super huge, right. like, you know, three-hand burrito size. No, these were but, like the, what is it, 18-inchers or whatever yeah, they are? The, no, 12 inches, something like that. They're big, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, they're so good, though. So, and I'm like, I can still, I can taste it when I think about it. And I think that the American cheese, like, as gross as it is. It does wonders it, on a burger, it though. It does. And then you, the provolone, the onions on the top, like, everything just kind of added to this amazing thing. So now. You basically had the opposite of a bun taco. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. And so bun taco put, is taco stuffings inside of a hamburger yeah. bun. You no had, sauces, though. You had burger stuffings inside of a tortilla. Right. Yeah. There were no sauces. So no ketchup or mayonnaise or mustard or anything. Yeah, I think like that would throw it off if you had, like, those be condiments too on there. Yeah. But, I mean, if you did, like, guacamole or something in there, or avocado, that might have. So that would have worked. I did get, I did have avocados, and for whatever reason, I think I was just so excited to make these things. And it was great, because I was, like, I was cooking up all the meat, getting everything chopped. I did the onions. So how many did you make? uh, One, two, three, four, I think five. So everybody had their own? Well, kind of. My sister had she didn't she had pasta. My niece wouldn't eat them because she eats whatever. And my sister, don't get me wrong, she tried them. She right, had right, she right. had some bites of them, but I got one. Laura, my brother in law, and then well, there was enough to make five. Okay. Um, but but it was great. So I was like making it, chopping everything, and then you know you've got those like scoopy flat spatula things, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I would. You're like Benny Hanna style. You just, oh yeah, and then yeah. Aaron would be getting. He'd have the tortilla going. He'd throw it on a plate. I'd scoop the stuff in. He'd build it. And Aaron, I, I don't know. He picked it up. I guess he's eats. He eats a lot of burritos, but he rolls this. He does it perfect, just like he would get it at the taco shop. Huh. So it's now though. I'm on a mission. What's what else mission? can I put in a burrito? Oh, other, other other burgers. So I'm I'm gonna. My concept is the burrito. Burgerito. So you could get a Western Baco cheese burgerito. You could get a classic burgerito, which I think is basically what I made. I'm having a hard time with the the erg part. I I just like the. You don't like the well because I'm putting the burger first. Yeah. Burgerito. Yeah, yeah. What else would you call it? Yeah, it would just be like a burrito. <laughs> <But I> mean, 
<laughs> yeah, that, that does not at all get across. What about a a burgerito? A burgerito might work. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm open to suggestions yeah, 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 on yeah. the names. Point is, anything you can make a burger like I, how I'm thinking bra- like some like like an ABC burger with avocado, bacon, and cheese. That'd be awesome, right? In a burrito. Yeah, or like a um, like a spicy jalapeno burger. Now, what was your lettuce? Was it like a shredded lettuce? Just shredded or just iceberg. Like, yeah. Okay. You keep it. You keep it classic American. Yeah. Now you did you have diced tomatoes? Like, are uh-huh. you using like burrito style lettuce and tomato? Kind of. I I originally so the way I had cut the tomatoes was to just lay them in in slices. Yeah. And then roll it. And then Aaron was like, you know, I the think you get more balance. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we diced them, threw them in there. So you had diced tomato, and I like wet tomatoes. I'll use the seeds in the wet, in the you, middle. You could do the uh, the Del Taco breakfast burrito thing and throw a couple of French fries in there too. Hmm. I have a, I, oh, so that's just a California burrito. Pretty much. I don't understand that, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I don't know don't, how California just means adding French fries to it. It's the weirdest. California is either add French fries or anything with avocado is, yeah. is California, <laughs> which is so bizarre to me. Like you go to Minnesota and you want a California burger. Would you like a California burger? Yeah. Oh, what's that? It has avocado, obviously. Yeah. That it makes no sense. I know. Um, yeah, so any any burger type. I mean, I'm I'm down to make these things. Now, They're so how, much fun. How would you do, make the Big Mac of burritos, of burgeritos? I think that's down to the sauce, right? Or is that with crunchy tortilla layer inside? Hmm. Because, you, you know, because you have that extra bun. Right, you know, right. So. Yeah, I don't know how you would... Re- Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute. I have an idea. So what you would do is tortilla take a small strips? tortilla. No, no, no. Uh, no. Hear me out. Small tortilla, make a miniature burrito, <laughs> and that burrito goes inside, inside the bigger burrito. <laughs> uh, that might work. That might work. I yeah. mean, that is... I'm thinking just like the little tortilla strips, the little crispy tortilla strips, so you get a little bit of crunch, but that's a different texture altogether than you would get like at a Big Mac. Right, right. right. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like maybe... Interesting. I mean, it's it could work. Now, like the Western bacon cheeseburger where you got barbecue sauce and onion rings. Oh, Yeah. Oh, you throw onion rings in that bad boy. You'd probably have to dice the onion rings up a little bit or something. No. no? I think you maybe just squish them to onion or onion strips. There you go. Onion strips. Yep. Yeah. But they've got to have that breading on yeah, them. Oh, throw yeah. Throw those yeah. in there. And you, sure. do, you need the barbecue sauce as much yeah. as I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah. But I think it applies to the burrito. Yeah. I think that one would work well. Would you, do you think, and I, I, know, I know my opinion, but would you cut the bacon up? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You dice it up. Really? You want, the, you want the distribution of flavor. I, kind of I was thinking thing. just like two strips, three strips but of bacon. I'm thinking, I'm thinking chicken burger, that like a teriyaki good. chicken. So you could do like a chicken pieces in there. You could have bacon in there. You could have some pineapple in there, lettuce, tomato. Well, you could even do a chopped chicken. Yeah. Right? Like ground chicken and then have some tomato or some, uh, uh, what's that stuff called? Pineapple and yeah. a little teriyaki. All That'd be pretty good. Interesting. All of these things in a burrito. This is trademarked right now. This is my my <laughs> restaurant concept. You heard it here first. I, I don't think anything like that exists. It is interesting when you look at like food trends. Like you've seen stuff kind of come and go. Like a couple of years back, like everything was frozen yogurt. Like frozen chicken is the big thing now. Fried chicken. Fried chicken yeah. is kind of currently the big thing. But you're seeing like you know there was the whole juice it up juicery. You know. Oh yeah, like nectar. And yeah, all that stuff. Nice. So it's interesting Acai. to see. Yeah, is are burritos the next? I don't. Right? I don't think have burritos ever gone out of fashion. No, but I, I think the the crossover fusion capability of it, I think, hasn't really been explored. There is a Mexican restaurant 
Well, okay. I've been to one uh, in Vegas called Comex. So it was Korean Mexican. Oh, okay, so I'm thinking there's one in Phoenix that is Chinese Mexican, and, so and you I, can get like orange chicken burrito. I so said I got like a uh, I got a bulgogi beef burrito. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Uh, I had the orange chicken burrito at this other place. I can see there. The best part about this restaurant, in my opinion, is the logo. The logo is a panda bear with like a bandolier and a, <laughs> and a sombrero. Um, I didn't like it. Orange it's chicken. The wrong I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of orange chicken. Usually, it's overly sweet. Well, you know, so maybe, yes, that is true. But I, I, so it's a place where you can get any Chinese item basically in any Mexican dish or okay. vice versa. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, what's this is the most Chinese thing as far as like a, an Americanized Chinese restaurant yeah. versus the most Mexican thing you would get at a Mexican, like a quick, yeah. quick eat Mexican place. Okay. It didn't I work. can see this going to shit real quick if like McDonald's and, and Panda Express. Or Taco Bell and Panda Express met up and had some weird... None of that is allowed. No. I, no. I can't tell you when the last time I've ever had Panda Express was. Uh, I had Panda Express a very, very long time ago, and I think it's one of the most disgusting things on the planet, and every single time I've gone, I've gotten sick. Oh, wow. Every time. Yeah. I, I It's got to be at least 10 years, if not more, probably maybe 15. I don't know when the last time I've ever been I'm bored and I'm probably 18. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand it. It is interesting how, like, we've, we, saying, I guess, us, and Americans have really bastardized, like, foreign cuisine. Oh, yeah. To the point where it's no longer resembling anything like the authentic thing it once was. Well, and I I think the, the, it's interesting because did, like, let's say Chinese people come over, try to serve authentic Chinese food, and the white people that went in were like, well, I, don't, I don't want this crap. Yeah. And so they Americanized it or did an American go in and go, hey, this could be better for the Americans. Like, I wonder what the order of screw up was. Yeah. Who to blame first. Right. Yeah, it is. It is kind of fascinating. I, I do enjoy taking uh, coworkers, anybody that comes from like a foreign country yeah, and taking them, oh, you know, you're visiting from Germany. Let's take you to this American German <laughs> restaurant, yeah. you know, or, oh, you're, you're Japanese. Let's take you to Benihana. Well, some of the, like, I took a German person to a German restaurant in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. And to soup and cushion. It's, it's, it's pretty yeah, good. It's yeah. Perfect. But it's when you take like a Chinese person to Panda Express. Or oh something. yeah. No, that's, that's just being a jerk. Or you take it, you know, uh, uh, somebody from Mexico to Taco Bell and I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Speaking of Taco Bell. Uh, we may have talked about this. The Mexican pizza goes away. I uh, know. I think we talked about that. I, you know, I just thought of something. Did you hear about the court case in, I want to say it was like Europe, Sweden or something like that about Subway? Oh, yes. Subway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the courts have declared that the Subway bread is not legally classified as bread because it has too much damn sugar in Which it. Which is insane. <laughs> that is, okay, first off, why is there so much sugar in it? Yeah. And second... How does that? Oh, how do you classify something as not legally bred? Yeah, that, I think it was for tax purposes. Like, in order to be tax free, it had to meet some sort of nutritional value. Oh, and because it exceeded that nutritional value, there was tax being assigned to the bread or whatever. And that's what the whole I think case was around was like some sort of taxing thing. That's weird. Do you think that they're it's okay? So, do they change the recipe? I don't know, but I also want to know: is that okay? Is it just in Europe oh, or is no it a way. worldwide thing? Subway is garbage. Well, yeah, that is for sure. It's, it's got to be. I mean, their bread's probably crap everywhere. Yeah. 
But it, it just it blew my mind when I saw that. Like, it's not legally bred. That is, and yeah, I, I did see that article. What? That's so freaking weird. Yeah. But I don't know. But the, the Taco Bell thing. So with the Mexican pizza going away, they're simplifying the menu. Like they're getting rid of a couple of other items. I remember. Seeing, yeah, there's but. there's a bunch of random stuff that's going away, and I think it just revolves around probably their ingredients that they're right, so they can cut cost and not have have as much things in there. Although, if you're gonna get rid of the Mexican pizza, you need to get rid of the tostada, right? Because it's got yeah. the thing. Anyways, at any rate, the variant. So that's uh, November fifth is the date. That's the drop dead date for the Mexican pizza. That's also my sister's birthday. So are you going to get her? No. So I have told them because I'm not willing to risk this. We are having a Taco Bell party on the 4th. <laughs> and I and I said, look, I know how gross it is, but I want one last Hurrah. Mexican pizza. Huh. And I know it's going to be disgusting. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to do it. I think the last time I had Taco Bell, I, was fl- I flew in somewhere. I was somewhere in the Midwest. And nothing was open except for a Taco Bell. Yeah. And it was only like 9 o'clock at night or something like that. It wasn't like crazy like late. The Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember having Taco Bell and going, what the hell has my life come to? They're, I ate their soft tacos every once in a while before. They're not great, but they're not like world ending. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's fine. But the... The Mexican pizza thing's just got like a nostalgia attached to it that, you know, I want to get one last hurrah. I can't even remember when the last time I had a Mexican pizza was, but I mean, it's been so long since I've had Taco Bell. It's it's just one of those things. And the weird thing is, is Taco Bell headquarters is not too far from us in Irvine. Yeah. Well, and but they're, they're, have you been to their actual cafeteria? No, but it I've is heard, insane. Yeah, it's a test kitchen, basically. Well, okay, so they have a test kitchen. They have a Taco Bell that does all the like. A, you can a actually t- eat Taco yeah. Bells. They have regular menu items. They have the actual like test kitchen items. None of that. Th- that's not the reason that you go to that cafeteria. They have a full on other kitchen that cooks real shit. Like, really, I, I had some of the best chicken tikka masala I've ever had in my life there. Oh, red. Yeah, it was super weird. They had a Taco Fridays all the time because. For a while, when we when well, because I guess if you work there, you don't want to eat Taco Bell every day, so right? It makes and sense. they have a they have a really good salad bar. Um, for a while, because I was at the building next door, they would let us come in for lunch. All right, yeah, I, yeah. I've never been. Oh, it's sneak in; it's worth it. Interesting. I think it's funny that they don't let regular folks go in because it's not like it's free; you still have to pay for it. It's probably just a deal to, to reduce the crowds, I would assume. Uh, maybe. I don't know, but it's worth it. Because you would think there'd be people like with road trip, oh, I'm going to eat at Taco Bell headquarters or something like that, and then just be like, eh. yeah. A friend of mine used to work, uh, so the Del Taco headquarters is South County. Yeah, they're um, on Lake Forest. I've actually been there for the taste testing. Oh, really? Yeah. He works in the office next experience. door, and we would go in there and eat. So you, they have like an email thing. You can sign up, and if you're in like the southern Orange County area, uh, you can sign up, and they'll send you an email saying, hey, we're test ta- uh, taste testing some new items. Yeah, uh, They'll send you an invite. You come in, and you basically you sit at these little miniature cubes. Like, you walk – it's basically you walk in. There's a U-shaped wall that is in the center of the room, and so there's three sides that you can sit at, and there's these little, like, cubicle dividers to your left and your right, so you can't see the people sitting next to you. And in front of you, there's a roll-up door – and a little counter. And they just hand you The door rolls up. They slide you a tray. The door closes. And then you can eat whatever the item was. And when I went, it was some new epic burritos. Uh-huh. They make you the entire burrito. And you end up getting like 
four or five of them because you're ta- you're testing different flavor combinations or whatever. So, but do they tell you like only have two bites or something? No. And that's the weirdest thing is like it's all up to you. Do they give you five burritos at once or five? No. So you don't know there's five coming. Yes. So you chowed a burrito. So you eat a couple bites and you're like, okay, that's pretty good. And you're like, all right, that's enough. And then you know something else is coming, but you yeah. don't know how much is coming. And you get another one. You're like, oh. By like the third or fourth one, you're like, oh, shit, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Like, I think up front they should have been like, okay, they're going to try. Seven items. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, that was yourself sense. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right, right, right. And then you walk out with like a $15 gift card and you're like, oh, I feel dirty. But it was good. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like it would be worth it. Yeah. The uh, the the funny thing at the Taco Bell when, when I was there, I think the last time I went to that their headquarters, their test item on the kitchen menu were chicken nachos. Huh. And what I mean by that is they've somehow crafted chicken. Like pressed and fried into some... Into a chip. Interesting. And that, so it was a chicken chip, not skin, chicken chip. Yeah. And that came with that weird yellow nacho sauce that they had. Huh. And... They, Did you like it? They could not have paid me to order that. Oh, not good. I, there was I wouldn't have ordered. I wouldn't have ordered. I like I saw it and was like, "That's it's there's creepy. something really creepy about that." That I want nothing to do with it. So then I just just went next door and got a chicken tikka. Because <laughs> it's funny, and then there's separate lines. So there's yeah, you there's walk- a line for the Taco Bell. There's a line, and it's right next to it. There's a line for the test kitchen. And then you can grab like drink, you know, different drinks and things like that. And then yeah. you go to the, when you do the test or the regular kitchen, I should say, when you get that stuff, you go through a cashier on the way out. It's weird. And they also sell all their merch there. Oh yeah. Did you walk out with a Taco Bell fanny pack or something? No, they actually had a, they had two things that I wanted. They had a towel um, and a uh, bathing suit, but they were out of the size trunks. Oh, All they cool. had were like extra small left. Yeah, which most Taco Bell customers aren't. No, which I found very confusing. Yeah. I, I find it interesting what Taco Bell's been doing over the years in terms of like their their marketing and their efforts. I mean, they, they, they did like a pop-up hotel. Like, yeah, they've done some weird stuff. Yeah, they've got the uh, wedding chapel. Like you can get married inside like Taco Bell's in Vegas. What? They have like a liquor license in some locations. And they which start- that's kind of brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're really kind of trying stuff, which is interesting, but I have no desire to eat there. Uh, I normally don't, but I will be getting a Mexican pizza. November 4th. Yeah. Just one? Yes. I don't like you do more than one. It's not that big though, isn't it? Is it just like no, a... I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. A tennis tortilla? Maybe not even that big. Like whatever this is. Yeah. Interesting. It's not. It's not even that it's huge. I mean, would you want to eat more than one? Well, yeah, that's that's the yeah. <laughs> other challenge. The answer is no. No. Right. Growing up though, as a kid, I was a big fan of their double decker tacos, which is just it's just a taco in a taco. Yes, it was just more carbs. Yeah. Yeah, but it was oh, good. Actually, a month from today is the Taco Bell day. Oh, oh I'm excited! Yeah. That's this is the dumbest thing to be excited about. Yeah. Well, maybe you could celebrate the election results, you know, oh, the geez. next day. Hopefully there's something to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting lots uh, of mail telling me that your ballot's on its way. I'm like, just send me the damn ballot. Yeah, that's weird. I haven't I haven't got my ballot yet. I, I got the uh the the voter information guide. Got oh, those yeah. last week and then got a large postcard addressed one to me and one to my wife saying your ballot's on the way. And then maybe they're just trying to prove to you that the post office works still. Yeah. Could be like that. Yeah. I got the postcard before I actually right. got the ballot. Right. 
Yeah, so I think sometime in the next week or so, I should end up with the actual ballots. And we've been absentee or mail-in voters for, shit, I don't know, 15 years now, yeah. 10, 15 years. Um, so even if it wasn't COVID, we would have still been a mail-in uh, right. voter. But now, because of COVID, everybody in the state of California is a mail-in voter. So been also getting a lot of text messages from different campaigns like, oh, hope you're going to vote for so-and-so or vote early and tell I, your friends. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I got a couple that are like, oh, this is so-and-so with blah, blah, blah's campaign. But every and single one I've got has been a female. Same, and I, same. And I was thinking like, I'm like, are these bots? Are these real people? Are they all assuming the female identity? Because therefore you're not going to be as hostile to a woman? Maybe your wife's getting men. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, maybe they target. They think like, oh, you're more willing to. Yeah. Talk to a. I don't know. Lady? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, it, it's been fun replying with random responses to see how they react. Oh, I didn't bother. And so far, it seems like they're human. I would imagine. Like honestly, I, I bet you that they probably are. They probably have one of those like text programs on the yeah. computer in the campaign headquarters. Right, and, they, and they're just typing it out because I'm sure they're. They're not fat fingering it on their yeah, own personal I phone. Mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a it's an interesting thing, but it'll be nice to uh, get my my ballot filled out and and submitted. I haven't figured out if I'm going to mail it, if I'm going to use the, one of the ballot drop boxes, or if I'm going to drop it off at the uh, the ballot, voting office. Ballot drop box. Yeah, they're uh, be, so they took away mailboxes to put in ballot drop boxes. No, no, no. I mean, you they they. They did take out some mailboxes, but I could put it in my own mailbox, you know, lift oh, the flag I get, up, yeah, I got it. I get do it that way. But they also have, like, at the library and, like, at, at one other point in town, yeah. they have these huge white ballot drop boxes that are all decorated. It says ballot drop box or whatever. You trust librarians? Uh, they've never checked me out, but I trust them. I will allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no reason not to trust a librarian, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm not even sure if my local library is open. Um, I don't know. I don't there's know. one down the Yeah, there's one down the street and I don't know. Yeah, there's actually so a really cool. nice library down the street. Well, yeah, I mean, you're in a college town. I yeah. Mean, well, not the college library. No, it's, it's just the, the, yeah, the yeah, city, city library. library. Yep, yep. But I, I am in a college town and they're all back and it's weird. Are they? Are they going in person or is no. it No. Chavin's not back yet. Interesting. But all the students are here. And I actually, I, I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not, but there's three girls living downstairs for me. I actually ended up talking to one of them about it. And she's from like Pennsylvania or something like that. Yeah. And she was telling me that last semester at home was like impossible to concentrate, couldn't get anything done. And it was just a, a hard environment to, to focus on the school part of it. Right. And I thought, yeah, okay, I can get that. But as a parent... Would I spend the money to move my kid all the way across the country to have them sit in an apartment and party and not necessarily because they they may go back they don't right, know when right. they don't know when yeah it is no probably not I have a my neighbor's going to San Diego State and uh, this this quarter and next quarter is all uh, is all distance they've already committed to that. But the thing that a lot of students are complaining about is, is like when you look at the tuition breakdown, there's like athletic fees, facility fees, and stuff that they're paying for that they aren't using. Yeah, right. So I'll it's see, I'll I'll see that argument in both sides, right? Yeah. So it, it is interesting when you see like the school is charging for facility fees and stuff that aren't being utilized, and the students are like, "Why are you charging us all these things?" And it, it, you see both sides of right. it, but it's 
to me, it's almost like the uh, the ticket master example, right? They don't want to say up front that your t- your that your tuition is twenty grand. Right. So instead, it's fifteen grand plus all these fees that equal up to twenty grand. Right. Like Ticketmaster, instead of saying your ticket's one hundred fifty bucks, it's a hundred bucks plus all these convenience fees that adds up. So it's kind of shitty, but oh. Okay, Ticketmaster. <clears throat> I'll use that as a little segue real quick because uh, we have talked about the virtual comedy Concerts. shows oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the Irvine Spectrum. Right. Are you going to one? No, I am not. Uh, <laughs> my, right. my sister, my brother-in-law, uh, our friend Matt and his wife all just went to one uh, on they think? Friday night. And they actually said it was fun. Yeah. Were they all in the same car? Yeah. So they were in the same car in the back. Like, like they, they took... Uh, my my brother-in-law just got a new truck, so they seats in the back of the truck. Okay, and they said there was room, like you could have seats next to it. You don't have to actually be in your car. Uh, they do have an FM radio station because they don't play it super loud. Right, and he said people were honking to clap, which is <laughs> dumb. But they were, I guess the the there were there's a host, a comedian, and it was I want to say like Rob Schneider, maybe. Something oh, okay. Like that. So anyway, so the the not the host, but the opening act. I guess yeah. she was really bad, and she was like totally bombing, and people were like honking at like stuff that they shouldn't have honked at, or something. right, just like or, heckling like, her by honks. Yeah, kinda, yeah, exactly. And at one point, I guess she said, "Oh, you know, is it that bad? You guys want me to stop?" And somebody started honking, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, is got to be so sad. Oh, it's got to be such a bummer. But oh well. I mean, they they said it was still fun. It was kind of cool. And there's no there's no. Uh, Obviously, no two drink minimum or anything, right, right, no right. food. But there's a there is somebody in the parking structure checking to make sure that you're supposed to go up to the top. Oh, okay. So it's kind of and, and I just I, I was asking my sister like, couldn't I just like be in like the bottom part of the parking structure, or couldn't I like stand listen, next to yeah. you and listen? And she's like, well, maybe, but it wasn't super loud, so it, you would probably have to have somebody tell you the code. Yeah, what frequency station it was. Yeah, 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 but. That's interesting. Yeah, huh. I don't. I don't know that it was any less expensive than it would have been. I, I forgot to ask. Well, because I know like the drive-in, at least with the Spectrum, it's fifty bucks a car, but right. it comes with like a gift card. It comes with a gift card, so you can buy like food or dinner, or drinks or whatever from some vendor at the at the Spectrum, right. so you can get food or whatever before the show starts. Because usually they open up the roof at like at six thirty, and then the show starts at eight. So you can park, get your spot. Oh, that's smart. Get your food, yeah. come back, and then eat and watch or do whatever. So, Well, with the news about, uh, what is it, Cineworld, who owns Regal, Regal, which is at the Spectrum. They're closing all of their theaters because the James Bond delay. That's um, the weirdest thing. Like the entire This entire company has hinged their survival, their temporary survival. On one movie. On one movie. And because yeah. that movie got punted to, what, Easter 2021 or something, something like that? that yeah. That they're going, eh, I'll just close down temporary, temporarily. So, well, it's temporary for now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who knows if that's what's going to happen there. But what, I, what I'm what i interested, and it would be kind of interesting to know, is does that mean they'll stop doing the drive-in style theater at the Spectrum? Oh, the, the drive-in th- the thing they're doing isn't first release. You know, these are all older movies that have been oh, out for a while. So it's, it. it's movies that were out like last summer yeah, or yeah. summers before. So it's yeah. not first run showing so but it is interesting to think that what would the future look like if you know that whole i guess movie industry if cinema is just closed i i mean you would have all the direct you know streaming netflix hulu all those options tv sales would go up 
Yeah, but it, it's interesting because when you look at the movies that come out or that are like direct to to streaming, like yeah. the, the direct to Netflix, direct to Hulu, direct to Amazon Prime, they're not typically like the the over the top uh, big bang boom blockbusters. Yeah, bl- well, not even blockbusters. Well, I can say our blockbusters, right. but it's just like the thin on plot, heavy on action kind of yeah. movies. But the stuff that you see going direct is actually more thoughtful. Yes. In a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 I think, well, so my, my opinion, like right now, honestly, I, I don't, I, so does this mean that the spectrum regal at the spectrum is open right now? I think. Okay. Well, now, I, I wouldn't until want to they go close it. Yeah, right? I wouldn't, yeah. So I have no interest in going in, in going to a movie theater right now. I think it's great that a lot of these movies are coming to the home. Cause to be honest with you, I have a really nice TV and a good sound system. So I'm cool with watching movies at my house. Yeah. Also, if I can pay $25 and my whole family can watch a movie, it's still cheaper. Yeah. The, uh, so all of that's really cool. The, there's very rare movies where I'm like, I have to see it on a massive screen. Otherwise, for the most part, I don't go to the theater. Yeah. And I was trying to think about this. Uh, I was talking with my brother-in-law today or yesterday about this too. And it was, what's the last movie I saw in the theater and it may have been star Wars, but I don't think so. I think it was a movie that I took my niece and nephew to, which means I don't have to go to the theater. Yeah. Having, when you have a kid, you really end up not going to the movie theater for anything for yourself. It's usually kid related. In the last movie we saw, I think it was call of the wild. I think, which was like a, a, a while ago, right? Yeah. It was, well, at this point it, it was probably six months ago or something like that. But, I mean, it was a decent movie, but it was yeah. with a CGI dog. It was oh, like, yeah, right, right, right. Um, but that was more for him than it was for us. But it was a family gathering, and it was a nice time out. But would that experience have been dramatically different at home? It would have been more comfortable at home. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like it's not like being in the theater helped in, improve that viewing experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But there are some things that because of COVID, are going direct to streaming. Like, there's now a sequel to Borat that's coming out. Yeah, that's on... Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, right, yeah. And it's coming out later this month, I think. Yeah, later this month. I'm kind of excited. I think it's going to be great. The first one was hilarious. Yeah, the first one is hilarious. Well, and and this is coming, so I think it's included with Prime, so you don't have to pay anything extra. Right. And we do, like... We've done streaming movies, whether it's with friends or family, and I, I've said, oh, hey, let's do kind of that experience, you know, popcorn or snacks or whatever. Yeah. Um, last time, we when we did uh, Bill and Ted, we did my, my buddy bought, and I'd never seen this before, and I don't, I apologize if I'm just telling you something I've told you already, but he bought a literal box of, it was called Wine and Cheese. It's Cheez-Its and Cheez-Its. Yeah, it's Cheez-Its and box wine. I've seen pictures in of one this. container. Yeah. And it was halfway decent wine, but it was an absolute, like I had never seen it. I was dying. I was laughing so hard, but we said, you know, we'll make an experience, turn lights off and yeah, hang yeah. out and like you have your, your snacks and everything. And it's just like close enough to being in a theater. Yeah. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you just say, Hey, if you have to pee too bad, you missed part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. We're not pausing it. <laughs> you get the real. Right. When no, they, so when I, they I, come I, back into the room, you're like, excuse me, ticket. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, no, theater six down the hall. That's yeah. the bathroom. Well, that's where you're going to go. <laughs> Here's your iPad. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I'm, I'm not all tore up about it. If it, if they come back, they come back. If they don't, they don't. Uh, you know, again, it's not. But the, I think the weirdest thing is, is like, you know, 
movie theaters have been a part of like American culture for such a long time that if for some reason they were to disappear and become kind of more of this weird independent theater, like, you know, instead of having these 21 screen cineplexes, right. these 30 screen screens, it ends up being like a, a two theater boutique kind of thing. Well, and then maybe that's all that comes out or like movies like Star Wars or Tenet or, yeah. you know, maybe that's all they show. And to your point, it's two or three screens, everything else you can do at home. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, but I mean, just that, like how much I remember as a kid going to see these big screen experiences and, you know, seeing yeah. these movies and what does that mean for kids in the future? Like, I mean, not that it's, they're really going to be missing out on anything, but it's just, it's interesting to see how that experience it's even in our lifetimes has, has changed and how it will continue to change. Well, um, I wonder what it, so uh, from that, from, I mean, kind of what you're talking about and sort of in that same vein, the impact that it had, I think it, the cinema impact, like the drive through and going to the actual movie theater yeah. was more, I think kindled my love of movies. So it will be interesting to see if just having every movie at your fingertips now, Makes it if less, kids still fall in love with movies. Right. Or if it makes it seem less special. Right. Or, right. Yeah. It's not a, a thing. So maybe that if you, maybe you have to start to craft that experience on your own and have, you know, these movies that go well, direct to streaming like these, create a thing around it. Those opening night events where you people lined up, yeah. you know, to see it the first night because they yep. wanted to get out and see it first and get it out before the spoilers hit or whatever it was. Um, yeah. It'll be, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's nice living in a on-demand world where you don't have to worry, oh, I missed the 810 showing. Well, yeah. shit, I just turn on the TV and start now. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see how this all changes. But at the same time, like, honestly, I think I went to the movie theaters on average maybe once or twice a year. I'd probably about the same. So yeah. I'm not a big part of the movie-going population, so it'll be interesting. Oh. I mean... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm kind of neutral on it. I take it or leave it, but yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and then what the hell are they going to do with all those that huge square footage? Is it going to be the world's largest spirit Halloween store? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's the other thing is you look at some of these these some industries of dying off or the, these these real estate, these properties that is just vacant, and you're like, mm -hmm. what's that going to be? I think you're just going to see a lot of... I think it'd be cool if they knock stuff down and go back to green space in some of these spots, but you know, there's landlords and money and stuff right. involved. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting. Like the, the spectrum, that theater's huge. It's 21. Is it 21? It's 21. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. massive. Yeah. I remember each, when that opened, I was there at the grand opening, like the weekend that it opened. I was too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's special. Yeah. We there wasn't really place. much out there. It was just the, the theaters, the little fountain and then like the little restaurant food court, like on the other side. And that was really kind of just, yeah, that side of the spectrum, and now it's what quintupled in size. That oh, place is huge. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I try not to go there. I haven't been post COVID, so I don't even know. But I mean, every time I drive by, the parking lot looks. Yeah, the place is still full. packed. Yeah, That's you went to crazy. get your Oakley glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How and crazy it was, was it there? Oh, it was packed, packed. It's stupid. I don't understand. Like, why? What are you all doing here? I guess. Well, I think it's nothing the else fact to do. That it, well, that and it's outdoors. Yeah, sort of. So you get that idea. It's like, oh, it's safer outside well, than inside. But indoor malls are opening now. Yeah. Although, Minnesota. Okay, let me remind. I can't Mall of America. Is no, it? some state just lifted their mass restriction completely. Oh, Florida. No, not Florida. It wasn't Florida. Oh, I, I read about another. It was the first one to do it. It was like one of the Carolinas or Montana or something. Oh, like okay. That. Um, and then 
New York just locked down a bunch of neighborhoods because the 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 rates out of control. Yeah, I would think the White House is probably on lockdown. Uh, Surprisingly, they're not. They're not. No, yeah. they are driving and, around and yeah, masks are still uh, optional. It's just it's it's crazy. I you know what? Look, whether or not you believe in masks, if you're a conspiracy theorist, or you think that you know the whatever, it doesn't matter. I wear my mask. I, I don't do have too. any problem with it. Don't be an asshole. How about that? There's people that do do believe that, and if you feel like you need to infringe on other people because you're some higher power, whatever. I just I don't. People are dicks. Yes, people Such are dicks. dicks. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's talk about something else. Uh, you were telling me before we got on the air that you confused two movies, and since <laughs> we're talking about movies, I need to bring this up because so, when you told me nothing about them is even remotely close. When you think about it. Right. So I don't know but how you did it. I, I think in, in the two movies we confused, my wife and I were talking about weird science. Right. Right. And, and the plot of that one is these two high school boys use a computer program. To, Total computer nerds. Yeah, to create a the perfect girl. Right. And, and that's... literally make a woman. Right. Yeah. And with some... Raquel hope, Welch, right? No, no. It's Kelly oh, no, it's Brock yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's it's a total like high school uh, pervy boy coming of age type of story. Yeah, the kind you can't really tell these days. Right, because you know she's openly talking about how she's in love with a fifteen year old, and she's buying like skimpy lingerie to. Yeah, it is Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's there's one scene where she's in a store and she's got like this sheer thong hanging on a hanger, asking the salesperson if she thinks a fifteen year old boy will like this. Well, and I think there's the whole thing about they they made a woman is probably not kosher anymore either. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. it's it's totally inappropriate. But for some reason, we we being my wife and I totally mixed up the plot of Weird Science and Real Genius. Yeah. So, Real mm. Genius is Val Kilmer, and they're working on a laser. <laughs> not even close. Well, I think it's just because they both have the sci-fi angle. They okay. both have the nerds. Yeah. There's computers in use in both of them that's fair but yeah like when we started watching weird science like about 15 20 minutes in my wife's like this isn't the movie i remembered <laughs> and i looked at it i'm like no this is this is what i remember but it was just we kind of just got confused on the movie points and now yeah. we're like oh so now we need to watch real genius that's the one we really wanted to watch have you seen real genius oh yeah i've yeah. seen it yeah because okay. i i was telling you earlier, like i i know they're not the same movie i know they're not close i don't remember real genius but the thing is is like the title to real genius never stuck in my mind but the plot and the, the scenes from the movie like where he um fills the house up with popcorn and then starts uh heating up the house so the popcorn pops and it blows the windows and doors off i remember that uh, the disassembly and reassembly of a car inside an office. You know, there's certain scenes in Real Genius that I totally remember. The thing I didn't remember on Real Genius was the damn movie title. Well, you want to know something funny? What's funny? They came, they came out in 1985. Yeah. Five days apart. See? So maybe that's what it maybe was. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, you just remembered. Just, yeah. And, and <clears throat> I, I think it's just because the titles are kind of similar. Like, I mean, it's just like science, yeah. genius, Geniuses, science, yeah. smart yeah. people. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we, we watched Weird Science 
and we're like, all right, we got through that, but now we're going to have to go back and watch Real Genius because I think that was the movie that we were really in the mood to watch. You uh, you should also watch uh, War Games. That's another good one. Yeah. What I, was that Matthew Broderick movie with the monkey? You remember that? Yes and no. Monkeys, Matthew Broderick. So many to choose from. What could it be? <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Dude, dude, did you hear Rick Moranis? He got... Sucker punched on the streets in New York. What the hell's that all about? I don't know. Who punched? First off, who if you knew Rick Moran, that was Rick oh, Moranis. Who just sucker punches a stranger oh, on the yeah. street? That's true. Isn't that like some game thing that these kids play these days? I don't know. People are, remember what I said? People yeah. are dicks. It's I don't know. Absolute insanity. I don't know why uh, he got hit, but yeah, was he's in the hospital. Well, I think he just went to go checked out because you know he oh he wasn't like, whacked his head. I don't think hospitalized. He got, yeah, I don't think he was admitted or anything like that, but yeah, it's a mm. uh, strange times we live in. Yeah, I, unprovoked attack, and it was apparently caught on camera. Yeah, like some surveillance camera thing. What the frick? But like, how do you, I mean, it's Rick Moranis. Yeah, he's apparently coming back. Yes, he's making a sequel to the uh, Honey, I Shrunk series. Right. Which is, so what the last movie he was in was... One of those, wasn't it? I mean, he, he basically took time off. I mean, once he finished with the, the Honey, I Shrunk, I think that was his last film. Yeah, he basically wanted to spend time with his family. And yeah. then his, unfortunately, his wife died. And, so he was just doing and the he, he dad was thing. like the dad thing, yeah. And then he ended up uh, yeah, out for, he was in a movie, 2003. He, I guess he voiced a character. In an animated film. All right. Um, why can't they ever put this stuff just in order? What do you want, like IMDb? No, it was just a Google search, but uh, now I'm going to IMDb it because I do want to know what his his film Last role was. Uh, Would have been... He was in an ad with... Uh, oh, what? He's done like random stuff. Like he was in a, a Bob and Doug... Uh, yeah, Mackenzie anniversary thing. He did a, a voice for an animated film. He's done a lot of like animated sort of random stuff. But his last movie movie uh, would have been Honey We Shrunk Ourselves, nineteen ninety seven. Wow. And he was in the Goldbergs as a uh, Doctor Helmet apparently as a cameo, and then Shrunk is the next movie coming out that's in pre production. Ooh. So. Oh. Oh what. Oh, no. It's a reboot. Oh. Not a sequel. So he's playing himself so. again? <laughs> well, it's kind of like the uh, Ghostbusters. Like he's 67, by the way. He doesn't look that old. No, he looks like he's in his 50s. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Interesting. I never saw the Ghostbusters remake, by the way. Which one? The one with the all-female cast? Yeah. yeah, I never saw that one either. But the, the reboot... They're supposed to be. I seen trailer teasers for that. Oh that looks yeah, interesting. Hmm. But not gonna see it in the theater. Uh, no. Well, maybe you don't know. <laughs> you don't know if theaters will be back by then. I I drive through theater. Drive through. Drive in theater would be kind of cool. I've actually never been to a drive-in in your life. In my life, I, well, I've been to the facility. I've just never actually seen a movie at the facility. Yeah, you went for the swap meet. Yeah. Yeah. I um. <clears throat> We when we would go to like my my grandparents, so they lived in this little town called Visalia, which yeah. is it's middle of nowhere, California. Pretty um, much. Yeah, but 
Well, I remember my grandma telling me that she was so excited that they got a uh, Gottschalk's got a second floor. Gottschalk's like a department store. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember her telling me about the Red Robin. She was not Red Robin, Red Lobster. Oh, jeez. She said, you're never going to guess. We got a Red Lobster. I was like, wow. That is the decline of that town. That's fine Um, dining. Yeah, it's well for for that kind of area, I guess. Well, Visalia is one of those places where if it's not uh, harvest season, because it's, yeah. it's mostly it's agricultural. agricultural yeah. yeah, it's something like 40% unemployment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got crazy. Because I had family member that lived out in Visalia for a couple of years. Oh, yeah. So I've been to that that part of the state. And it's... I think Tulare, which is like the... It's the county, but also the little... Uh, I think it's the county. But yeah. it's also that little town right next door. I think that's where they had... It's like the world's largest agriculture trade show or something like yeah. that. That was... The, those were the places where I saw st- more signs on the street that prohibited cruising. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Yeah. There wasn't anything else to do, so you just got in your car and drove yep. up and down the street. Yep. And we did that when I was a kid. Yeah. But the uh, uh, anyways, so when I, when I was a kid, we would go out there, and, and when we were visiting, we'd go to the drive-in. They had one that was still working. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, you know, let's all go to the lobby. And but how do you go. do that when a drive-in? There's no lobby in a drive-in. Yeah, there is. Where? They have like the, so, okay, so like in the, the very middle, let's say there's screens I know they have like the are all snack facing bar the outside. Yeah, yeah, the snack bar. That's but you're the, outside. There's no lobby. A lobby's oh, an fine, indoor whatever. facility. Let's all go to the snack bar. Is that better for you? Sure. That, that okay. works. That, that now you're now happen. you're satisfied. Yes. Yes. Okay. My <laughs> needs have been met. <laughs> oh man, it was fun. But entertainment wise, uh, Star Wars Squadrons just came out. So you know, because I know how much you love VR. And Star I can't Wars. wait to get you play. Yeah, the the two things together. I can yeah. tell you, Woo-hoo! you're vibrating with excitement. I just want to see you play with your lightsaber. Or actually, no, I don't. No, it'd be that fl- just sounds no, weird. No, this is like flying. Yeah, it does sound really weird. No, this is the flying game. I actually did get it, and I've been out of town, so I have not been able to play. Now, well, not out of town. That's not true. I just haven't been home. When you said you got it, did you get a physical copy or yeah. did you download the game? Oh, I got a physical copy. I still... I know, it's I weird. Like it's like it's. I, I like having the disc, but then yeah. at the same time, like with the Xbox, I still don't understand. You load the disc, it, the game's local but you can't play it unless the disc is in it's like oh what is it yeah and it takes six hours oh yeah it's because you could uh, gotta download all the updates yeah, yeah, yeah. well because you know obviously you would have 36 updates yeah the day it releases that just makes sense no i got shipped from gamestop <clears throat> so it showed up on friday did and you I... tear it out of the box no take a look at it nope see what's on the disc I looked at it today, uh, and I set it immediately down on my table because I <laughs> I got home just before you got here. So, I've been uh yeah I've been at my mom's and and uh, you've been out and about out and about. Yep, absolutely. So uh, I am looking forward to it. Should be fun, something to do, something to keep myself entertained. But I've got when you take the the VR goggles off, do you end up with like the little ski mask outline on your face from like the goggles pressing? I've never looked. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I should look. I don't, I don't think you need to wear it that tight. But I well, nor for that long. True. Like I've been the the games like Beat Saber and stuff, and you know when there's like my niece and nephew over, you're just passing the thing around, right? Which is actually kind of a lame thing about the VR thing, especially like Beat Saber. That feels like it should be a fun kind of social type game, but but it takes a minute and a half, two minutes to swap all the stuff around, right? So it's kind of not as yeah, I guess social well it's yeah it's virtual reality is is weird because it is kind of not a very social experience because you're closed off from everybody else in the room when you put the headset on right or goggles or whatever you call that yeah they're goggles yeah 
But the uh, I did hear about a game that apparently came out years ago, and I had only just now hearing about it because apparently it's super popular uh, with the lockdown. But have you heard about Among Us? No. So it's essentially from the the uh, thirty two seconds of research that I did is basically like a, a multiplayer um, murder mystery game. Okay. That seemed kind of interesting. So it was like Clue. No, maybe. I don't know. Do you have to guess who did it in the library with a? I did under a minute of research. Yeah. yeah. So I just kept seeing like uh, uh, references on, to Among Us. Yeah, and on on uh, one of the tattoo pages that I follow, like there's all these people getting these tattoos of this game, and I was like, "What the hell is this? Huh. Like, I don't know what this is." Yeah. And so I looked it up, and it's weird. They look like little. The characters kind of look like little pinatas or something. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's apparently a super popular game that I or you are not cool enough to know about. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah, that. I'm, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with not knowing what that is. Of us are, are yeah. having issue with that. But. Nope. Uh, yeah, and uh, speaking of money pits, I did I tell you about my stupidity with the Lego stuff? I think I did. You mentioned it. You <sighs> mentioned last time that you bought two sets. You bought one set. I bought one it, set. It didn't come with the the free prize or something, so you bought the other one. The free prize, yeah, that's funny. And then, so okay, so new Lego set came out. I had ordered it online. They, it's the Moss Eisley. Yeah, Cantina. the Moss Eisley Cantina set. The so gift with Star purchase, Wars. If you're not, it is Star Wars. The gift with purchase was supposed to be Yoda's lightsaber, like a little buildable set. Because they sold out online, couldn't get it. So I went to the Lego store, which is open. Oh, yeah. So indoor malls are open because it was at South Coast Plaza. Oh, there you go. Uh, went there, got one to get the thing, came home, put it on eBay. Cause like, I don't, A, don't want to, and that's stupid. Put it on eBay. Was like, because it was a VIP member, I got it 15 days early, basically, right. from the public release. And I thought, <clears throat> I'll put it on eBay, and I don't want to make money off it. I just want to cover enough to, I'll keep the, the lightsaber and all. So, yeah, yeah. so I ended up getting the one from Lego called Lego, because for whatever reason, you can't just do this online, which is stupid. So I called them, got a return authorization, end up going to return it, and had I was like, I'll return one, keep one. Returned the one to Lego, didn't think about it on my way back from returning it, from shipping it to return. I get a notification that the one I have on eBay has sold. So now I'm like, shit, I have to ship this one to this guy. So I send it out to the person, uh, called Lego or actually ended up calling the FedEx spot. I dropped the other one off at said, hey, can you hold it? I'll come get it. The guy said, oh, sorry, they picked up early. Call the depot, so like, which I think is kind of BS, but whatever. Yeah. Call the depot. The depot's like, no problem. We put a redirect out on it. Never got redirected. It ended up back at Lego, so that got returned. The other one went to the other dude. I now have I have the lightsaber part. Yay! So you had two sets. Now you have no sets. Yeah, from two to zero, and at a net zero, like dollar wise as well. Yeah, that's not terrible. No, but stupid yeah a lot of work <laughs> like so much work for the dumbest and i just the whole time was just like i i was tempted to refund the dude on ebay and yeah. i don't use ebay that much so i wouldn't have cared if he got mad right but then i went and looked and paypal won't let you cancel the sell the sale and for some reason uh my email address that i would normally use got knocked off of my paypal account so they claimed that it was like uh they're like oh we can't we can't even protect you there's no buyer protection or seller protection because of that it's horseshit 
So that was like another, I was just like, whatever, I'll just ship it to the dude and just be done with it. And now I, now I'm contemplating, do I even want it? Well, that's the thing that you were talking about earlier was the fact that you weren't even going to assemble the set. Yeah. I mean, it, and so it's, that's why I was joking. Just buy the damn box. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, but it's a thing where like, it's an iconic set and yeah, it's, I do have a collection of unbuilt Lego sets. I guess that's one of my things that I, you know, but, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy it. Maybe I won't. They're sold out. So it, it, it'll be a thing. I can get it six months, eight months, 10 months. That's maybe. what I'm wondering. Is it sold out forever? Or is it sold out currently? No, it's sold out now. So. Yeah. Because it's not like it was meant to be like a limited set, like a limited production set. It'll it'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they all, they did do, uh, so because, of, I think we've talked about this too, because of Comic-Con not happening, all of the sets that they had planned for Comic-Con now are getting released um, they did, I think this past weekend, they released some Mario Brothers set or something. Okay. And then there's a, there is a, a ship that they'll have out that shouldn't be very expensive that I do want to get, but it might be a problem. What isn't very expensive in Lego terms? Like, like 20, 60 bucks? bucks? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the Comic Con sets, because they're usually smaller. Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah. meant to be given away at the show or sold. Yeah, or show. like sold really cheap. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's, and like I said, it's not a thing where I like, oh, I have to, you know, oh, it's got to be this thing or that. And it's got to be super, super soon. It's just kind of, I don't know. Have you started with your holiday shopping already? Like, are any of these Lego purchases like gift ideas or are these just stuff for you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure Owen will end up with, I don't know. I, no, I haven't started any of it. I don't, that I like last minute. Like I haven't started holiday shopping either, but going into like Home Depot and Lowe's over the past couple of weeks, like there's already the full Christmas displays going. Really? Yeah. And so the Halloween stuff is but al- it's, almost gone, which is weird because it's still like, you know, 20 plus days till Halloween. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I have no... I don't understand why retailers feel the need to mark down the holiday. Wait, event. They skipped Thanksgiving. Yeah, but it's not like he, there's really a big demand for inflatable turkeys. You Bullshit. Know? <laughs> <laughs> like I personally hate inflatable lawn ornaments. Like I think that's the dumbest thing. I think they're dumb, but at the same time, uh, if I knew, like let's say I had a neighbor that thought they were dumb, every single one I could find. <laughs> it's just and I'll face them towards the neighbor's yard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe just a giant gorilla. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the new car <laughs> yeah, yeah, new yeah. car dealership gorilla, yeah. Yeah. I just I just find it interesting cuz like the inflatable thing just came seemingly from nowhere and it kind of started popping up around Christmas time and then now there's just inflatables for Halloween. Yeah. There's inflatables for just random like holidays and events and just this might strike you as surprising, but I'm not a very like even when I've lived in houses and have had the space, I'm not a very decorate my house kind of person. Yeah, uh, for any holiday, I just I'm just not. Yeah. It's not not my jam. But uh, what I find interesting is you see these people with these, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or Thanksgiving, if yeah, yeah. turkeys. How much shit they have? Where do they put it all? My wife and I were having the same conversation. Like, there's a, there's a street behind our house that we've nicknamed Candy Cane Lane because yeah. that's usually the houses that really do it up. Yep. There was and, a whole neighborhood when I was a kid, and and it's like it was in Fountain Valley or something like that, Garden Grove, yeah, something like somewhere that. Somewhere in there. And it was the thing that was the thing to do, and yeah. it was constantly like flowed traffic. Like you, they would block the neighborhood off. You'd have to park and walk in. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And so we went for a walk. We've been walking in the mornings uh, before we start working, and so. We walked this past Monday and it was just after the weekend. So everybody had their Halloween stuff. Up. Yeah. And some of these displays were huge. They had 
like life larger than life size griffin skeletons right and it's like it's the size of your table where the hell are you putting this thing when it's not yeah, the rest Halloween. of the year yeah. yeah that doesn't make any sense i know one of my neighbors the one that goes crazy with uh the inflatable holiday decor and the christmas lights and all that stuff has a storage unit to store his stuff in because he doesn't have room for it in the house and you're paying <laughs> what like four or five hundred bucks a year at least you've got to be if it's you know 50 60 bucks a month or yeah. whatever it is yeah. to store this it's just like holy hell well then your electric bill yeah, LED isn't too bad though. Yeah, but you but, know, back in the day, like some some of those displays are like oh, thousands of dollars of electricity. Yeah, I don't know how much of power the those. I mean, lo- if you put blowers. enough LEDs up, yeah, you could. You know, there's those people that cover like you see the light dancey coordinated oh, music, yeah, the LED like all light that. show. Yeah, I mean, it's like some of it's fun. I some of it I get, but it, it is interesting to think like where are people stashing this stuff the other eleven um, months out of the year? How does their neighbor not kill them during that month? There's one neighbor down the house, and this is kind of like, it made me think old school. But growing up, like the the fancy holiday decor was when you had the plywood that was cut and painted to look like whatever cartoon character or whatever scene it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you could have like a Charlie Brown Christmas on your front lawn, and so it's it's hand painted plywood, and they'd usually be lit with just these these bulbs, just like a bare bulb, just lit up. And so one of the neighbors in the neighborhood had that type of display up. And I felt bad for the neighbors because they had must have had like hundred watt light bulbs just blinding the entire the neighbor's time. house. Yeah. yeah, to light up these plywood signs. Yeah, I, and yeah, I mean, look, I like looking at some of the stuff. I think it's cool, it's neat, but where do you put it? It costs so much money. Where do you like? It's just I don't get the obsession. That I think that's what it is. There's a lot of folks that are very obsessed with different holidays and i just never got that obsessed with them but if there's a lego holiday i could see you going in on it nah no nah it's bricktober you know. <laughs> i don't know what that <laughs> no no not well good thanks oh yeah. i i love christmas i love december because i mean my birthday's in that month so right. to me it's just it's a month of of fun food family parties and all that stuff this year i don't know how the hell that's going to go down but generally December is, is quite a bit of fun. And I do like decorating the house and yeah. lights and stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't like, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just yeah. not one of those people that like, I'm, it's not, some people are just super into it. Yeah. I'm not super into it. Yeah, the, it like I, and, and I don't know. I, I was never a big, maybe not never, but a large part of my life, Christmas was like whatever, or it was always a month where some bad shit happened. And I just like, it sucked yeah. as I get older. It's fine. It's I'm more, interested in and it's cool to like nieces and nephews and that stuff like having them around is yeah, fun yeah. to to see all the stuff and you know get them crap and have fun and but i'm not yeah just eh, whatever i am glad that um it's gonna get cooler yeah potentially after we go through the month of october well, that's the craziest thing is yeah i thought october would be all right and so you know when we made the arrangement to have the house painted we're like all right by then it should have cooled off nope triple digit yeah, and, and it's, today it was triple digit too. Uh, well, it, it, close to mid nineties here, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> dude, the yeah, the weather's been so weird, and half the place is on fire. One of my friends got evacuated uh, for the Napa Valley fires. Oh shit! I mean, it's just been. I think they might be back in the house now, but it's it's 
it's absolute bad shit. Yeah. When are we going to get a break? Maybe we should just cancel the rest of the year. <laughs> just hit fast forward and get on to 2021. Yeah, but I mean, is it going to get any better? I have I no idea. I don't know. This has been like the longest week, yeah. year, day, month. Everything just seems horrendously long at some point. But then at the same time, like it goes by, it goes by super fast. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, it's October. Yeah. It's blurs day every day. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, who knows, but I do like that the swimming season has been extended. That is nice. So bonus pool time. That is That part's nice. good. I like the pool. Yeah. Um, I don't like the sun setting early. This is kind of bumming me out. Oh it's yeah. Like Seven I, o'clock and I, it's I, getting dark. I started to notice that the other day. Um, and that is a bummer. Although, I think I might have told you this before, but like when I lived up in, I was in, this is actually living in Washington, but there was, it was like nine or 10 o'clock at night, nine 30, like that. So and the sun would still be up. The neighbor came over and he's like, Hey man, can you not mow your lawn at 10 o'clock at night? I was like, what are you talking? Oh, <laughs> shit, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was like up, up and I it know. would stay up until almost 11. It was I know awesome. it's nuts. And now, now not. No. What are the mornings like? It was darkish. It's uh, the sun starts to rise at about like six forty-five or so. Yeah, so even the mornings are darker now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Days are shorter. Yeah, but we have the the daylight saving coming to an end. Oh yeah. What the? I think uh, November first. It's the day after Halloween, right? I don't know. Halloween's the thirty-first, right? No, so, I mean I know what I'm saying. Oh, I don't you don't know, know when daylight savings. Oh, it's, it's, it's November first. I wish they would just stop that. Can we get a no? No, thank you. Which yeah. one do we want to be on? We want to be on daylight savings or we want to be on regular time? I just want it bright. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't want to change the clock all the time. Fall forward. How many clocks do you have to change? That's not what I mean. My my internal clock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that one's the we one. We fall. You fall. Wait. Fall back. Spring forward. Yeah. So wait, we go backwards. Yeah, you so, lose an hour. Oh, you lose an hour. Wait, what do you mean? You fall back. So then you turn the clock back. Don't you get an hour? Yeah. Well, See, this is bad. Yeah. We don't even know this. I thought it was you fall back. So you turn the clock backwards. So you, And people tell you you gain an hour. You don't gain an hour. Get out of here. When do we change? The- but you get two 8 a.m.s or whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I actually have no idea. Sunday, November 1st at 2 a.m. is when you fall back. Do-do-do. What the Did hell? Tell you what shit. direction? No. <laughs> Sorry, for everybody listening, this is us frantically Google searching. I'm not frantically. Stupid. I don't care. I'm over it. I'm gonna look. The I time won't... will change. No, it will change, uh, and I and I will you, not like it. You'll get the hour. So basically, if at two a.m. you set the clock back to one a.m. And you get to do that one hour again. Yeah, so you yeah. get an hour. You gain an hour, but you don't gain an hour. So yeah, yeah. you do. November, you go backwards. Right. Gain, it says gaining an hour, which is bullshit. Right. You don't gain an hour. Yeah. And it always makes... It screws up my sleep. It screws up my... It screws up my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little dramatic, but uh, it doesn't really screw up my life. That's all right. You have like four days to prepare from that loss of sleep to your your your... Taco pizza, pizza taco thing. Oh man, I gotta look at my. I stupidly signed up for an eight week five k running training thing. Yeah. So I gotta look at what day that falls on. That might be a messy day. Oh whatever. That'll be fine. It's a it's less than thirty minutes of running. You'll be fine. I haven't run in a long time. I'm not a runner. 
Yeah. That's not what I'm not really worried about the time. It's more just how does the Taco Bell <laughs> equate with the rain? Yeah. How is that going to make me feel? That's that's the part I'm getting. Well, at. November 3rd is a Tuesday. So November 4th would be a Wednesday. Oh, maybe it'll just be a workout day then. It'll be a workout day because yeah. the, the race will probably be like on a weekend, I would assume. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's just a it's not actually thing. a race. It's just like a like a, a training program. Um, I don't know. Just to get out and see if I can still run. There you go. I used to run a lot. Yeah? Yeah. For some stupid reason. Got nothing to run from. Yeah, I got as far as 5K. And then after that, it's like, you know what? If I need to go any farther distance-wise, I'll just get on a bike or drive. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, my brother does marathons. And it's it's awesome. He does marathons. He does ultra marathons. But for me, it's just like, why? I have I a friend that's one of those weird, like, the, you know, those, like, extreme runners. Did you watch that, uh, the Barkley marathons? No. Have you heard of that? It's those, they're, like, outdoor trail my, 48 hours, yeah, 24 my, hours, like all that crazy. My crap. brother's done something like the Ragnar yeah, yeah, relay yeah. stuff. And yeah, my, my, my Joel trail does running that. and stuff. I don't get and, it. Yeah, anything more than running just three miles is like just get in the car. Yeah. I mean, I'll like Chicago, I did, I guess I jogged part of it and I walked a majority of it. I mean, that was 10K and that's yeah. actually, I actually ended up doing, I think, nine and change total the, the one day. Yeah. And then like seven the next day. I always like thinking that when you're running a marathon that your car is all the way back at the starting line and you have to go back 26 miles to get it. I always just like thinking that it's not. Maybe that's how they, maybe that's how they should do it though. Is you park, they shuttle you. And then you run back to your yeah, car. Yeah, you're, you're, you have to run back to your car. Yeah. And the first one of your car wins. I just like the, the, the feeling of defeat that you realize you finished, but then you have to go backtrack all those miles to get to your well, car. They don't, don't they do loops? Yeah, yeah it oh, is yeah. a straight loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just like the idea of it being just a straight line, you know, a linear thing. And then yeah. I do. I like that. idea. I think they should do. They shuttle you away from your car and then first person back to their car wins by any means necessary. Take a, take a subway. <laughs> I don't care. Didn't that, that one woman at the, was at the Boston Marathon, New York? Yeah, one of them with a cheetah, yeah. she got in the subway and come yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, not not the dumbest thing I've ever heard, right? No. No. I mean, that's how you should do it. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the only last thing I've got is that I really, oops, I just dropped a pen. I realized we, um, we haven't had a guest on in a long time. Yeah. We should, we should try and find somebody. We could. And stupid COVID. Yeah, I know. What's up with that? I guess we could Zoom somebody in again. Yeah. We do that. Zoom me up. It worked well with Sarah. Yeah. I was surprised she stayed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just assumed she would have hung up on us. Uh, yeah. All right. We could have her back and she could hang up on us right up front. Yeah, that would actually be really funny. Yeah. She's like, nope. Hi, click. guys. Click. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, should we get out of here? Yeah, I'm going to hang up on you. Okay. Well, that's hurtful, but it's fine. It's to be expected. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.